From Capital Analytics, I'm Abby Malone, and this is Invest Insights. Every week, we bring you perspectives, business advice, and more from the leading executives, entrepreneurs, and investors who are building, diversifying, and leading the way in the country's fastest-growing metro markets. Real leaders, real insights, right now. I'm joined today by Gerald Stryker, the president and CEO of John Knox Village. Jerry, thank you so much for joining me today. Excited to be with you. Let's begin. We are looking at creativity in this season of Invest Insights. Your philosophy is working with, for, and alongside residents. How has this philosophy been the framework for the recent innovations and creative methods used by John Knox Village to navigate the uncertainty of the last two years? Well, that journey began about 10 years ago, prior to this pandemic, when we replaced the institutional skilled nursing with the first in the state of Florida greenhouse model that is called our Woodlands, that serves older adults with rehab and skilled nursing in true homes. There's 12 of them. And that process began before I arrived here uh, about nine years ago, because residents went out around the country and they saw their models that they knew they needed to blow up the institutional model of skilled nursing as we know it. And boy, did they come back with some really great insights that they shared with the management team that was in place at that time. Mm-hmm. I've developed these greenhouse models across the country. There's over 370 of them at present across the globe. And John Knox Village still is still the only greenhouse model in the state of Florida. And one of the reasons why that whole doing with and for and alongside is so important here is you've got a lot of people that have come from all different walks and journeys in their lifetime, running businesses, being physicians, being CEOs, and they all understand that moving to John Knox Village and this lifestyle is about being engaged. We want and we seek out that talent. So when we were taking a look at how would we replace uh, almost 10 years ago, the skilled nursing model, Well, it started with our residents. Uh, I was privileged to be able to come down here and join the board of directors and the management team and lead that effort. And that was a really wonderful way to see how John Knox Village as a community really came together with its residents, what they were looking for, and how we would continue to innovate beyond that. And then that's led to this whole master vision plan of how we've continued to innovate since then. When you were recently interviewed for our annual economic report, Invest Greater Fort Lauderdale, you discussed how John Knox Village is currently addressing the challenges of helping residents thrive at home. How can the way your organization creatively approaches maintaining autonomy and independence for seniors be a replicatable model for the industry as a whole? Life plan communities primarily serve seven, in our case, close to 7% of the age and income qualified older adults. So someone age 62, usually with asset, total assets of 700,000 and up, that includes the real estate that they own, can look at financially how a life plan community can provide them both a lifestyle as well as cover the what if of healthcare situations. So we all know that we've had family that may have needed Uh, some type of home care or some type of assisted living or skilled nursing in their lifetime. John Knox Village has all of those moments that might be what is covered. 
the real opportunity is John Knox Village wanted to be able to provide a lifestyle and that went beyond just this campus. So there are 36 programs around the country that have state statutes that allow a life plan community like John Knox Village to serve people in their home, wherever that home is, but off this campus in a program that we'll be uh, showcasing yet this year and into next year called Thrive at Home. It allows us to be able to offer in a modified entrance fee an opportunity to have those what if decisions covered by being able to utilize John Knox Village's campus so that if they have uh, a need to kind of get engaged with fitness or come and enjoy and are performing arts and programming, they can come to the campus from various different radiuses and at the same time still retain their own home residence and they're in, in their own neighborhood but have the availability if rehab was needed to a skilled nursing or home care, or if people needed renovations and all those things that we have little black books for to say, who do I call when something I need to have renovated or something's wrong? All of those services are incorporated into this at uh, Thrive at Home program that we're looking forward to being able to uh, let the greater community know as we go through this year and into next. The nationwide labor shortage is perhaps most apparent in the healthcare industry, and in this case, senior living facilities, with the past two years taking a heavy toll on a workforce that was already being stretched thin. What creative, innovative tactics has your organization implemented to capture and retain talent? Great question, and everyone's trying to figure out the answer to that. Well, over the last few years, we've been strategically looking at where minimum wage is, is some point of reference. So we know in 2022, it's at 10 and in Florida, uh, by 2026, it'll go to 15. John Knox Village, as probably many organizations, don't want to be at the minimum wage. We want people to thrive at a wage that's competitive for the role and responsibility they have. So over the last few years, we've been doing, uh, utilizing consultants and looking at various different pay uh, wages and salaries and benefits. Keep in mind some of the tactics that have been applied here over the last few years where people have just been throwing dollars at wages or salaries may last for a period of time, but it's really important, isn't it, to be able to look at how a wage, a salary, and benefit level come together, as well as what the environment is like to work in. John Knox Village has begun over the last few years looking at where we are, and we want to be positioned in that percentile where we're currently at the 25th percentile, moving our organization to the 50th percentile that helps us position where in all the different 171 positions at John Knox Village, where we're at and how is that dollar amount and that investment in employee benefits, what does that mean? How do we get there? Because the people that live here help pay for that, uh, that wage opportunity. So the one thing that's really been uh, very beneficial has been looking at how do we create a center for healthy living so that staff members can find a way to take care of their well-being. We all know that if we don't take care of ourselves, no job is going to be able to fulfill our needs. So we're, we have a center for healthy living that allow people to come here and don't have to leave the campus or have to punch out they can actually come to the Center for Healthy Living, get their blood work, see their physician or uh, physician assistant, and they can bring their family as well. 
We have a variety of different ways where innovation charter schools allows a family to be able to enroll their, uh, their kids from kindergarten up to high school in various programs that's adjacent right to our property in an innovative charter school that allows people to have a discount. Also, residents have been very engaged with knowing that we may start in one position here, but find our way growing and wanting to desire other roles and responsibilities. So we've had scholarships sponsored by JKB and residents who wish to try to make a difference as they watch people grow. This is a wonderful example where not only are we taking a look at where the wage and salaries are and where they need to be, but how does that dovetail into you know, benefits? And how does that dovetail to an environment where for the last three years, we've made the Fortune 500 a great place to work? And that's not always about competitive salaries. It certainly means that you're able to kind of come to work and enjoy what you do each and every day. I've often said that if it's a really great place to work, it'll be an even better place to live. As we round out our discussion on creativity today, what role has creative partnership with educational institutions played in resolving this issue? That's the exciting part of John Knox Village because it's about relationships. And relationships that I mentioned earlier in our discussion about the Center for Healthy Living is a partnership with our local Holy Cross Trinity Health System. Johns Hopkins, who has a for-profit side to all of their great intellectual findings called Everside Health and John Knox Village that helped to create the Center for Healthy Living. That's not only serving our staff as a large self-insured group, but also our residents, and now we're starting to choose strategic partners, and I'm excited that our first strategic partner with, was Moss Construction. They had over 50 people in a, in a uh, 150 people over a 15-mile radius that could find stopping at our Center for Healthy Living to get their blood work, to see their physician, and take care of their well-being. So the whole population health model works really well, and that collaboration of those partners made it. The exciting part that's coming up in, in the first quarter of 2024, when we reveal the Westlake residence that's being built, 146 new uh, one and two bedroom uh, homes that are being developed here in, a, in several different buildings. On the first floor, we'll have a business incubation lab by MIT's Age Lab. Now picture this. We know that older adults have a lot of discretionary income, and we also have an older adult's demographics that if we could improve services or products for older adults, and like our past Steve Jobs would think, what are the things that we don't even know about that could be valued by older adults, that older adults working together with younger adults in an incubation lab with business partners like Best Buy and other programs that are local could sponsor an ongoing way where we understand what older adults need today, tomorrow, and in the future, and have revenue sharing on that basis. That's an opportunity, an innovative collaboration that's on the horizon. We're looking forward to how that can be an innovative and integrated resource to the larger community. Exciting. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jerry. You've been listening to Invest Insights. Be sure to follow, rate, and review this podcast to hear more. I'm Abby Maloney. Thank you for tuning in.